in a world of mindless movie cliches. One podcast fights back. Critics are calling it profound, epic, free. Prepare to revisit your video cassette memories of the 1980s and 90s. Behold, it's VHS Rewind. Everyone says you really don't belong. But sooner or later you be on top. So then your own song. There's a new dawn coming. And it's in right your way. You're gonna show them what you're really made of. I can hear them say. just feel like that song was made for me well um, i think it has a lot to do with the fact that you're gonna be a star <laughs> hello everybody and welcome to another episode my name is chris and, and i am joined by mark that's me and we are <laughs> we're here to make it big and we're going to talk about this is actually a, an exciting episode. It's like one of our Marvel Universe crossovers with our other podcasts. Yeah. Uh, we uh, This is a, an episode that could fall under VHS Rewind. It could fall under our other podcast, More Bad Apples, which is dedicated to all things Osmond. Yeah, the, we, you know, More Bad Apples is one of my favorite podcasts on the whole internet. I've gotten so much new music on my iPod because of that podcast. I just want that known. Yeah, and thanks to <laughs> Michael, we have um, we have tons of music to listen to, including the Jimmy discography. I just I cannot wait to hear that. I honestly can't either. It's it's number one in my queue to get to you, and I just realized that I was wrong. This is not a ripoff of Mary Tyler Moore, the theme song. It's a ripoff of the Alice intro. Wait, I remember the Alice intro. I'm going to play it right bed, now. Early to rise. Early to rise. Early to bed. Now pay attention to the part where it says there's a new girl in town. <laughs> well, in between, I cooked and cleaned and went out of my head. It's a pretty good jam, actually. I know. <laughs> right? <laughs> Now that I'm going to compare to, um, everyone says you really don't belong, but sooner or later you'll be on top, so then you're also right here. There's a new dawn coming, <laughs> and it's in right your way. Go- I don't know, I see there's a connection. I could be wrong, but, um, I like the Alice song better. I'm going to finish it, actually, if you don't mind. It's only okay. 20 seconds. There's a fresh, freckled face <laughs> in the neighborhood. There's a 
my favorite part of the Alice pilot was no. <laughs> it's funny, you know, I forgot what years that show ran, but I had a mad crush on Alice. I, I, I think really? she up, that's, that's weird. I think, I think she looked like, was it my first grade teacher or something? She looks like somebody's like cute mom or something. Yeah. Yeah. She I, th- doesn't, I thought she was really cute. Yeah, I always when I was a kid, I always thought that it was not Flo. It was the other one, the ditzy one, was the best looking one. Ew. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. I always went for like the weird ones. Um, yeah, I would always choose, I guess, uh, Mindy Cohen. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, out of the bunch, no, I actually I never chose Mindy Cohen. Sorry. I didn't choose Joe either. Maybe Blair. You didn't I was more Joe? of a player. No, I didn't like Joe. Joe just never really did it for me. Uh, something about Joe I like better than Blair. Who she was could fix your bike? It probably pulling the check. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we're talking about if you want to continue. I'm something, sorry, derailed us. So for our more bad apples audience, it's something a little bit uh, different in that it's and a rare. Non, it's yeah, extremely. I didn't even know about this. Me either. And this was like. In my, this would have come out in my prime TV viewing childhood experience. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's actually a non-musical uh, item. It's Marie Osmond. It's her attempt at a sitcom, which again I didn't realize she had tried that. Mm-hmm. I knew she, I knew she did some TV movies, uh, dramatic things. Um, even non-singing, but a, a sitcom like sitcom with with, with jokes and a and a laugh track and I, Ellen I Travolta know. and <laughs> Ellen Travolta and her boobs. Like I was like, wow, you're how old? And <laughs> yeah. like she's wearing this black, um, you know, tight dancer thing. And I was like, that's a nice rack you have. <laughs> yeah, Ellen Travolta didn't look so bad. Though. She's like, you look like John, but you have a nice rack. Um, <laughs> Oh boy! Um, but yeah, it's so. It, this is an interesting on theory, on paper. This sounds like it could work because giving Marie a sitcom to me is a, it. It it makes sense. I think not a great comedian, but I think she had some talent to do comedy. Mm-hmm. If that isn't a contradiction. Um, this wasn't the worst pilot I've ever seen. You know what this put me in mind of? What? From from the way you know, as te- it, it's really terribly written, the way it's directed. This put me in mind of the Rodney Dangerfield pilot we did a couple episodes back. I think that this was even more focused, though. There was more of a story here. There's than more that Rodney that's, show. That's that's saying a lot and a little at the same time. Because <laughs> that's totally true. <laughs> uh, I mean, this looks as as cheap and one-off as the Rodney thing did. Sure. I think the Rodney had a better theme song. <laughs> but and, – and that's one of the first – like right off the bat, one of the first mis- mistakes I think this thing makes. Why would Marie do the theme song? I mean, it makes sense. It why? makes no sense why she wouldn't. Right. I, I, I don't understand. Even, even like a hit song. Uh, <laughs> No, like lend it. Why not? No, you know, you're right. You're right. And uh, I just couldn't understand why she wasn't singing that. Um, and then we come to the the program itself. And again, set up 
Marie as a dancer. I don't know. Uh, all right. Why not a singer or an why actress? Not, exactly. Why, why something – I mean, you're, she's obviously not going to do much dancing on the show. I think that's just, a, you know, just something to color in her character. But mm-hmm. um, eh, okay, we'll, we'll go with it for a little bit. Um, and she plays this farm girl from Nebraska who's coming to New York City to make it big as a dancer – And, uh, you know, so this show is just focused on all of the people who are in her immediate orbit. Uh, So she has two roommates, uh, some neighbors, her dance instructor, uh, and we'll meet them as we talk more about the show. But, uh, you know, one of her roommates was um, Thelma Hopkins, um, who 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 plays Casey Jones. You know, I didn't catch many names in this program. Me either. I'm kind of grabbing that from IMDb. Um, Telma Hopkins. She was she was like part of Tony Orlando and Dawn, I think, right? Yeah. And that's but, what I remember her as. I know she's been in other sitcoms. Well, she was actually in a couple of episodes of The New Odd Couple, believe it or not. The New Odd Couple that we covered just last week? <laughs> it's pretty amazing, right? What a small world. And speaking of which, Damon Williams, I mean, Wilson, Damon Wilson, I call him Damon, Damon Wilson shares a birthday with um, Olive Marie Osmond. So I think just we should give a plug to our previous episode, which talked about our previous episode of VHS Rewind, which talked about the new odd couple that that racial makeover to the old time classic Neil Simon. A very, very controversial episode. Um, you can check that out at VHSRewind.com. Or just go to iTunes, type in VHS, and we're, we'll pop up. But now, also, you know, for the four-year consideration people, you know, we're talking about Rodney. Oh, yes, yes. And that's for you, you know, the four-year consideration. It also falls into the VHS Rewind world. <laughs> and uh, for the people who have no idea what we're talking about, that would be the um, more bad apples because they're here to just hear what we have to say about the Osmonds. Now, Marie, again, being she's talented, I think she can do comedy. Um, let's talk about the first thing we always talk about with Marie, her hair. Yeah, her hair. It was and less it, wiggy. It was less wiggy. It's cut short. Um, could be it could be a boy cut. It could be a lesbian cut. You know, I I don't. You know, it's how you want to describe it. Sure. In a few shots, I I was like, wow, she looks like Donnie a lot. Yeah, I, I <laughs> it's, thought it's so too. With slightly longer hair. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she looks. This is her period where she looked really, really, really thin. Like scary thin, like her arms in this, you know, when she rolls her sleeves up, her arms are so thin. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple of shots where she's in her dance leotard. um, And I was like, wow, girls, you are too thin, too thin. One of the, um, one of the people who plays her roommate is super thin. Like Karen Carpenter thin. Now it is amazing how many people in this show have never gone on to anything else. This is their only credit. Um, now, I don't know who she is. The model roommate that you're talking about, whose name escapes me because I don't think names were given on this show. Um, 
she only has a few lines and she's terrible at them. <laughs> she basically, she seems really stoned or something. I, I don't know. I think that's supposed to be the character. She's this, she's a model, which surprised the hell out of me because not as only, not only is she too thin, like the wrong kind of thin, like she was lamenting that she put on weight at one point and she's getting boobs, but you know, a model would have boobs. But, you know, for Marie to be in a sitcom where they're talking about boobs is kind of a big deal. Well, let's, let's make note. Not to that mention we have a bit of a few racy comments coming up. This, uh, let's point out that this sitcom is an Osmond production, mm-hmm. just like their variety show. And I associate Osmonds with, with, you know, white, the, not white, family entertainment, um, you know, not offending anyone. And this, this, this show comes out with some crazy un PC, never get away with it in 2015. Yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. This show could not be created today without being called racist. <laughs> They well, have racist, but it would it would raise a lot of eyebrows. So it it looks like to go by the opening credit segment, we see Marie coming out of a brownstone house that must be in like the eighties on the east side or yeah. something. And there's no way that a nurse and uh, uh, some some hick from Nebraska who is here to try and make it big as a dancer who has no money. Plus even, the model, even in 1980, even in 1980, is not going to afford that kind of brownstone apartment. No. Not only that, the neighbors that surround Marie and her troop—it's more Spanish Harlemy. Yeah, like you know. so they have a, a a small child, a boy child, uh, a I guess Puerto <laughs> Rican, whose name is Pancho. <laughs> Oh my god! Which is you Mexican, know, but yeah. oh, it's Mexican. Sorry, whatever. No, I don't know what he is, but I'm just saying. Yeah, he he looks and acts sounds like a bit Puerto Rican, but yeah, you're Pancho. And I'm just taking this to be an Osmond's Utah view of what a New York <laughs> City Mexican would be. Because you got the one dying tree. Uh, you know, he's just got the the he's you know he's a precocious kid. Um. Actually, if we want to go to that clip where, you know, we're going to jump around, unfortunately, because that's, that's just our you can give me uh, clip numbers. Uh, yeah, if you want to go to Q5. Okay, here And we this go. is our intro, not only to Poncho, but to to the general level of quasi-racist stuff that, that comes up. Here we go. <laughs> this town is just too dangerous for somebody like you. When you showed up here three weeks ago, I thought, so this is what answers my ad for a roommate? A small town drum majorette? (laughs) I wasn't anything so cornball as a drum majorette. I was a pom-pom girl. (laughs) Look, Marie, as long as you live here, you're going to have to remember to keep that door always locked. Yes. And the window. I guess I forgot to lock the window, too. Buenas noches, Pancho. You mean buenas dias. Noches means evening. But if you want it to be noches, then you've got noches. Buenas noches, my Maria. Oh, Maria. In Spanish, 
We say Maria. Look, are you clowns gonna do highlights from West Side Story? <laughs> Pancho, why aren't you in school? I stopped by to say happy birthday to Senorita Maria. Well, my birthday isn't until tomorrow, Pancho. Then I celebrate it twice. <laughs> Once for the joy you give the world, and again for the joy you give me. Oh, this kid should be writing Hallmark cards. <laughs> Pancho, honey, do you have to hang around here all the time? At home, it's a house full of children. Too much responsibility. Why? I'm the oldest. <laughs> Come on, let's have some breakfast. You yeah. too, Cesar Romero. Good idea. I'm going to grab a quick shower first. So, yeah, so, I mean, um, <laughs> why is it funny that he's the oldest? Uh, I didn't catch because that. Because it must be a one-room apartment, one-bedroom apartment uh-huh. with all these kids running, all these Spanish kids running around. And calling um, him Cesar Romero. That's <laughs> some of the jokes are halfway decent, I thought. Um, you know, the one where she goes, are you going to do scenes from West Side Story? I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> or quasi-racist, depending. You know I, I like her. I, I like that actress a lot. I think she's Telma. Very, yeah, Telma. Is that her name? Yes, it's because she spells Thelma wrong, so it's Telma. I think she's fine. She's like the you know sassy one. The sassy exactly. Um, so just to follow up on on the racism angle, why don't we play the, the Mister Roper landlord guy, uh, all right. <laughs> which is Q number. Six. Which one? Six. Q number six, and and folks. Good morning, Mister Martin. Sorry, did you want to? No, I just let's draw. I just want people to take a listen, and for the racist comments that might that might come up. Maybe I'm misreading, but go ahead. All right, it's Mr. Martin, I think. We've been robbed. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Sorry, I forgot to rewind it here. Are you clicking on something? Oh, sorry. Is there? Good morning, Mr. Martin. We've been robbed. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. I'll put in a new lot for you, but I'll have to raise the rent. Because that'll make it a security apartment. <laughs> Wait a second. Where are you going with that hose? How am I going to water the tree? Without water, the tree will die. It's practically dead now. No self-respecting dog would go near it. <laughs> Come on, Mr. Merton. Give the tree a chance. Look, if you let me water it, it could it could grow to become a beautiful shady tree, and, and in the fall we could all sit underneath it and, and watch the leaves change color. Right now I can sit and watch the neighborhood change color. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> now that is not a prejudiced remark, Miss Jones. No, you're not prejudiced, Mr. Merton. You treat all races the same. Lousy. <laughs> happen to you people you used to be so nice when you were just picking cotton and strumming the banjo wait a second you watch how you're talking to my friend you you honky all right now that was the most uncomfortable (laughs) moment because she looks right in the camera (laughs) and um you could never do these lines Ever now. All right. Maybe they were going to make this landlord into a an Archie Archie, Bunker type. Mm -hmm. But but it it doesn't it just doesn't come across. It just comes out like (laughs) what an asshole. 
Like even the laugh track was like, "Whoa, are we supposed to laugh at that?" <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> and even Marie looking dead in the camera and calling him a hunky. <laughs> From Marie Osmond, like From saying Marie the word. Osmond. Yeah. I was like, "Oh wow, all right, this something." Uh, did we mention like who directed this? No. We have to mention who directed this. The one, the only. You're not going to believe it. Richard Crenna? <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Troutman himself directed this. Dick Crenna. <laughs> um, and um, it, it's just strange how, like, so poorly was, written this is. Well, you know what it is with him anyway? He did a lot of just kind of one-offs. Like, he, he did a lot of TV shows that just never really did much. Um, he had a few things that were pretty successful too. He did. Um, the Flamingo Kid. Uh, well, he was an actor in that, right? Not, not a director. But I mean, let me see. What was he I doing? mean? He was in Rambo and and uh, First Blood, and you know, he was Colonel Troutman. And uh, well, before this, he did an episode of Lou Grant. Um, did he really? Directed okay. some Andy Griffith. <laughs> Ouch. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess directing, he really. Only did one Didn't. thing after this, which some TV movie I never heard of. <laughs> but acting wise, he did a lot of you know, did you know? I guess he decided to get away from uh, being behind the camera. Um, but it is kind of funny. It's uh, I didn't notice that until just now that it was him. Uh, but so again, I d- we're sorry to be jumping around, but. The the show goes through, and, and this is another thing, probably Krenna's fault. <clears throat> it goes from this kind of comedy that we just heard to to like some really serious uh, maudlin scenes. Yeah, like almost um, like Little House in the Prairie serious. Yeah, like way serious. So I mean, just to give folks the uh, the 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 story here. As the story opens, um, Marie Marie's apartment is being robbed. Although she doesn't recognize her own TV, being she, in, you know, she walks she literally helps. walks into <laughs> the thief and doesn't realize that he's carrying her TV. You know that could have been funny. I mean, somebody else could have pulled off this humor. Her sweater gets caught on the TV. That yeah, the that- person is leaving her apartment, and it's her TV. See, and I would, she just, yeah, and she can't get her sweater off of it, and I think it's funny. I would give her credit to to give to, to deliver a funny line, but to do physical shtick, I don't think Marie was yet ready to do that. Um, She's no Jimmy, and <laughs> I don't know if we want to play the the scene with the thief only to again to give the sure viewer an example of the humor, and also. Lots of exposition in less than a minute. All right, that's clip two, I think. So here yes. we go. Look out, look out, look out! Let me help you with that. Don't help, don't help, don't help! Wait a second, my sweater's caught. I'll get it loose. Hurry, hurry, hurry! Do you know you say uh, everything three times? Yeah, yeah, yeah! Nebraska, that's where I'm from. They warned me that New York was going to be tough. I never dreamed it would be this tough. 
Her opener's Miss Coburn. She set up my first audition and I missed it. She's gonna kill me. You're probably wondering who Miss Coburn is. I got a female mork. She's my dance instructor. I probably would have made it, but I was ripped off. Did you read that article about theft in New York? I missed it. I was working. What's your hurry? Warney's running out. So, did she say I have a female mork? Yes. <laughs> I didn't catch up the first time. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even sure what that means. Like, what? Why did he say that? I'm not really sure. Well, you know, Mork is right. Yeah, Mork from Mork. But yeah, so because he's so, like crazy, and it's like, what? Like, what are you talking? Like, you're out of your mind. You're crazy. Okay, uh, that was that was a stretch. I laughed at the like, what the what the f did he just say? <laughs> right. uh, that's why I was laughing at that, but. Uh, so the TV gets stolen and it transpires that Marie is just this girl from Nebraska who keeps the doors and windows open apparently and people just come in and steal things. Uh, and we're introduced to her neighbors. So we've already met Telma. The model is not worth the, – the other no, roommate is not worth – She's really – she has no funny lines. She's not an interesting character. She maybe has 10 lines Visually, total. too. She's just nothing to look she at. She is so not attractive. Like, seriously, maybe get somebody like, um, like who would have been good in this role? Nobody. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking, um, trying to think of blonde, like, bombshells. Like, um, who was on The Fall Guy? What was her name? Ooh, Heather Thomas. Yeah, yeah. You get, take Heather Ooh. Thomas. No, but you can't be better looking than Marie, I guess. Uh, well, you could, but, uh... <laughs> you can't upstage Murray. No, I guess not. It's her show, and it's an Osmond production. Yeah. You can't. Um, well, who can? Jeez. But the stolen TV is just one of many things that are not going right for new-in-town Marie. She was mugged, apparently, uh, at a bus stop, and this is reason to call in the police, and they send a hunky detective over to interview her, <laughs> At her dance class, yeah. uh, where we are introduced to Ellen Travolta and her boobies uh, <laughs> as the as the dance instructor with a heart of gold who uh, has taken a liking to Marie. Um, it's funny. I don't have any good clips there of really Ellen wasn't until much. the until the end. But basically, the Ellen Travolta is playing a tough as nails yet lovable dance instructor who's going to push Marie to be the best that she can and try and hook her up on auditions, which for one, uh, you know, one reason or another, Marie just always misses. Mm -hmm. Um, and that leads to, uh, the, the serious parts. So Marie, again, she, she is taking care of a tree in the backyard or actually the alleyway where her back door leads out onto. Um, and so she gets a brilliant idea to go to Central Park to get some soil for it. So that's another reason why I said that that apartment is in like the 80s on the east side. Right, because, she can just walk right down the block. And-, um, and she gets arrested for that. Uh, okay, so she misses in the, the, the audition. And here is where she, this is the scene where she goes to where the audition was, but it's too late. All right. And, um, this is Q7. Sorry. Q7. Okay. 
Here we go. Sir? Sir, am I too late? Are they still casting? Well, yes and no. Yes and no? Yes, you're too late, and no, they're not still casting. <laughs> you think that they would have waited? I mean, my name was on the list. Sir? Sir? What is it, kid? I'm closing up. Could you please tell someone that I showed up? I wouldn't want Mr. Chalice to think that I was indifferent, that I didn't care. I was late. I was detained. Honest. Look, I worked up some really neat audition material. <clears throat> Don't tell me not to fly. I've simply got to. If someone takes a spill, it's me and not you. Don't bring around a clown to rain on my parade. I'll march my band out. I'll beat my drum. Thanks for your time. Oh Marie will continue in a moment. <laughs> I had to leave that in. <laughs> now, that is all. As she's singing, the janitor turns the light off and just walks away. <laughs> it's like, oh my god! So she, <laughs> so she's, so she's left in the dark, literally. And, then, and uh, so and she's course, really. I'm sorry. Of course, I clipped this separately. Marie will continue in a moment. <laughs> Um, so she's really dejected now and she's back at her apartment where the dance instructor is apparently she's come over for some reason. And Marie is just acting all like, you know, she just, uh, she's having a pity party and, uh, she's threatening to go home. Mm-hmm. And here's where Ellen Travolta, here's where the show gets really serious. And Ellen Travolta, the dance instructor who's taken a shine to Marie has just had a, enough, like the audience, of Marie's belly aching. <laughs> Here we go. Everything's set. I'll see you tomorrow at class. I won't be there. You little loser. <laughs> you are a washout. I thought you said I had talent. You do have talent. And that's all you have, and that's never been enough. You gotta have guts, staying power, determination. I don't think that I want to spend the rest of my life trying and trying and wind up like... Like me? Oh, no, my darling. I'll always be better off than you. Because I'll know I tried. And you'll always know that you didn't. Go back to Minnesota and sit in a silo. <laughs> and that's pretty much... Is that the end of the clip? Yeah, Yeah, that's the end of the clip. So that that's one of the running like, gags. Holy is, crap. Right? Uh, so Marie is not yet ready either to do these kinds of really serious things. I wish they had kept this thing light all the way through. Um, that's one of the running jokes, too, is that everybody... Mis- misunderstands where Marie is from, so it, it's Nebraska, but everybody says Arkansas, Minnesota. Or, or any, yeah, it's the same thing. Or uh, h- hilarious. They never say Utah. But of course, everybody convinces 
Marie to stay, that little Poncho somehow finds the TV. Right. Um, um, and her roommates who were saying, you should go home or we don't care for you, rally around her and say, no, please stay. We want to have a TV series. And it, the, <laughs> the series and the show ends happily ever after with all of our main characters giving a group hug to each other. <laughs> well, it's... Again, I don't think this was the worst unsold pilot that I've ever seen. Maybe it was sold. But I've definitely seen worse. You haven't? Or uh on par. On <laughs> on par. Well, I mean like the um uh, there's so many. Uh, I'm just I don't even want to compare it to too many. Um was this better than Rodney, or you think I think was- this was better than Rodney. Okay, or I, you mentioned because this had a better story, per se, whereas the Rodney was jumping around. Is this better than, the, what was it, Wild Boy? And <laughs> Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wild Boy! Also in our uh, archives. Yes. Um, no, I, I mean, think that it was a. I think it was. It should have lasted at least a season. Yeah, or a couple more episodes at least, so that we could flesh this out and and you know, like I say, a lot of this episode is exposition to explain who Marie is, how long she's been here, who her friends are, the dance instructor, all this stuff. <clears throat> it seems like everybody's explaining something. Even when she's in the police station, she's explaining what we already know, that she was just trying to get some dirt from Central Park, and yada, yada. It's my birthday. It's her birthday. It's her 20th birthday. You know, so it's just a lot of information. And if, if I wish we could have seen Marie keep trying at this. You know, maybe the, maybe the scripts would have gotten a little bit better. If they had done this in 76, 77, it would have had an opportunity to actually evolve. Or turn into something. Uh, 79, I mean, the Donnie Marie show and the Don, the um, Osmond family show. I think that uh, was, was already. Going, yeah, it was either at the end or it was going away. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, this was probably a last-ditch effort to, like, kind of get something to enter the 80s with. And it just just didn't, it didn't land. Yep. But I think Marie came back again. After this show flopped, she had her own um, her own variety show. It wasn't her and Donnie. It was just her and her variety show. So maybe we'll do an episode of one of those. Well, I mean, see. all things Osmond. I mean, come on. We have to, right? We have to cover, cover um, everything she's ever done. It's funny. I'm wondering why. Okay, so the the everybody the 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 network the producers of the Donnie and Marie show are saying, hey, this variety show is on its last legs instead of saying, Hey, let's make it an Osmond family variety show. And that's going to make it different and exciting. What I'm wondering why you wouldn't put Donnie and Marie into their own sitcom. I have a feeling they didn't want to do a sitcom anymore together. Yeah. Or maybe skits. And I mean, it's always been Donnie Murray, Donnie Murray, Donnie Murray. Yeah, you're right. Um, it was probably a good time to kind of separate it, let Jimmy behind, you know, hold the camera, get out of his DeLorean, <laughs> and on video something. You know what? Here's a question that I have never even thought of. It much, it much like Marie 
and her acting career. I wonder if Donnie has done. I'm looking at up Donnie on IMDb now to see if he's done any acting per se. As far as I know, he is not. But it's like it's not, always... not counting Joseph and the ama- amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm wondering how he would be as an actor. Oh, he did a love. He, he did a couple love boats. But so did she. Right. Everything um, else, it's as Donnie, as Donnie. You know, Larry Sanders show, um, going coconuts. You know, I take that as Donnie being Donnie. Going coconuts, which is going to be not only a record review, yes, in the it future, is, but it's also going to be a movie review very shortly, very shortly. But um, um, well, well, Chris, um, I want to thank you very much for taking the time to watch this pilot, and thank you for discussing it with me. Um, I'm gonna- I hope. I'm going to play the closing credits, which have a few little surprises in the retro world that we all love. Yep, the coming attractions on on the end credits are fine. I just want to point out to everybody that this Marie pilot is on YouTube, uh, so you can check this out for yourself in its entirety. Yeah, just type in Marie Osmond and pilot. No, I would actually do a Marie Osmond pilot Ellen Travolta 1979 and that'll take you it'll take you right there because if you just do Marie Osmond pilot you're not going to get this sitcom Wait, thing. I'm going to look I'm going to type in Osmond and Travolta <laughs> cuz I want to see if there's anything with John. <laughs> I it's the number if you type in Osmond Travolta it's the first one. Is it real? Okay. But the, the second one has Joey Travolta. Who was Joey Travolta? And who's Cliff Osmond? Do you know anyone named Cliff Osmond? No. <laughs> There's a Honda motorcycle commercial with John Travolta and Cliff Osmond, and I'm going to play it right now. I'm just going to see what this is all about. Good Lord. Through rain or sleet or snow, you got to get up and go. When the going's tough and you're hitting the road, there's something that you ought to know. Osmond is a character actor. I can't place him, but I've seen him in a hundred thousand different things. Um, but I don't think he's an Osmond Osmond. Oh, he's not an Osmond Osmond. Which one is Cliff in this commercial? Uh, um, he's the driver at the end. He is. He was in. Everyone's been in Murder She Wrote. Um, I don't know. He was in Mama's Family and. Knight Rider and Trapper John MD. Heart to Heart, my favorite. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you and Mrs. H. Um, uh, anyway. Well, again, thank you very much for getting together and doing this little uh, flashback to 1979 New York um, sitcom. Thank you, sir. We'll be and back again. 
All right, and here's the closing credits. Talk to you next time. Oh, and check out uh, morebadapples.com, vhsrewind.com, or for your consideration, check out fistfulofcables.com. Goodbye. And Mark's loony friend Exodor finds his dream girl on Mark and Mindy. Tuesday, the Fonz faces the challenge of his life on Happy Days. Then, can Angie keep the peace when a surprise guest throws Mary Mary's wedding party into an uproar? Now stay tuned for The Love Boat next, followed by Fantasy Island, here on ABC. It's always that wind.